0: Hi, Mama. Welcome back. So excited to be with you here, as always. And I know so many of you listen to this in the morning, so good morning. I hope you're enjoying your coffee or tea. And for the rest of you, good afternoon, evening, night, whatever, you're, wherever you're at. I am a little extra excited because we are getting really close to a big announcement. So if you are not in the Facebook group... I highly recommend jumping in now. It's the best time because everyone in the Facebook group already knows what this announcement is. Ooh, and they have first dibs on what's happening. So this is your last chance to, to get those dibs before it uh, goes to everyone. But yeah, if you are not there, not just for this announcement, but it's just such a great community. People have been opening up more and more. And it's just so amazing to see people... Come alongside each other and say, me too. I struggle with that too. And it just removes all of the shame that we can so easily take on to ourselves. So, so great. If you're not in, it's bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash Morning Mama Facebook group. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash Morning Mama Facebook group. It's also always linked in the show notes if that is easier. I would love to see your face and learn your story and get to know you a little bit. And yeah, if you want to hear the big announcement, we did a little mini training with the announcement on Friday. So go and watch the replay and you can find out what is going on. I'm so excited. I can't wait to tell you on Thursday if you're listening in real time. Cannot wait. Yes. And another exciting part about today is we're wrapping up Kind of. We're kind of wrapping up our series on family, but really it kind of flows a little bit into the next series. There's there's a lot of similar topics, but today we're going to just wrap up our series on how to go into your family in a healthy way. We're in the middle of the holidays right now, and I know a lot of people just like me can struggle in their families. So today we're just going to talk about what it looks like to form a plan going in and how you can be the most prepared to go into your family this year and have a great time. Enjoy yourself. Love how you act towards them. Love how you're feeling during it. You might not love every interaction. You might not love every word that's spoken. You might not love every dynamic, but you are in control of yourself and you, there's so much with that you can control. So I'm excited to go into it today. And then on Thursday, we will start our new series, which I'm also so excited about. So much happening. It's great. I'm excited even more than normal. So (laughs) bear with me or join me in the excitement even better. And yeah, let's just jump in. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. talking about. It can be so challenging to return to our families of origin. There is just so many complexities that come with that, that can leave us just so easily triggered. And I don't know if you're anything like me, but I often find myself back in like teenage years. Like I I react from that space. I like sound like a teenager. It's just not pretty. And I've, I've grown a ton over the years. So this Praise God does not look like it did a few years ago, even. But there still are moments when that happens, and the the thing is that I love my family. I feel like overall I have a pretty healthy family, and I enjoy being around them. So this is twofold for those of you that that is not the story, and there's probably more of you that that is not the story uh, than there is that you you feel like you have a healthy family. So what I'm trying to say is whatever side you're on, whatever kind of family you're walking into, this is for you. We all can relate to this feeling at times. And maybe there's, you know, for you, just certain people that might trigger that and the other ones don't. And, you know, there might be a few of you that are just strong. Please come into the Facebook group and tell us your tips. Like, you just have great relationships. Like, how do you do it? I want to hear all of it. So if you are, Part of the majority, and you can relate to this feeling of getting triggered as soon as you get around your family, then this is for you. And so, what I want you to do, if that is you, is just plan on being triggered, plan that that is going to happen, assume it's coming, know that you're going to feel that. It doesn't mean that you have to react in that space, though I would prepare also for that to happen especially if you, this is like a very, a current problem, something that you are in the middle of, like you haven't found that healing, you haven't made that progress, then you do just want to assume that you're going to have a bad moment where you get reactive. Whatever that looks like for you, maybe that is anger, maybe that is anxiety. However you cope and you have these external ways that you're dealing with things, assume that is coming. And when we plan for this, what happens is that we can feel more in control because when we feel out of control, that can so easily trigger us and cause us to spiral and spiral deeper. So we're triggered by something. We react to it in a way that we thought we got over. We thought we grew out of. And then we feel out of control because it's like, wait a minute. No, I was planning to have a perfect holiday. I was planning to not let this happen. I was planning to react in a different way and then it doesn't happen. And so we feel out of control. We can put shame on us and we feel this deep shame of like, oh my gosh, I did it again. I messed up. How could I be this way? Who do I think I am that I could get through this without you know reacting in this way? And so if we expect it, then we don't have to feel all that. We don't have to go through that whole journey. We can just... No. Okay. There it was. I knew it was coming. There it was. All right. Let's, let's work with this now. And then if you happen to not react the whole time, then, wow, that's a win. Look at that. <laughs> but just plan for it. Plan that it's coming. Know that you are going to step into that space. There's something about being around family that just triggers our core wounds. It may, I mean, it makes sense. Like that is where our core wounds got formed for most of us. Majority of us, at least some of them, come from our parents, not because they're evil, but they're imperfect humans, just like us. As we raise our kiddos, the same thing is happening. And so when we go back to that space where we were originally wounded, it's going to so easily remind us of how those patterns were created, how those wounds were created, how those pain points were created. Not to mention, you know, as the family cycles through these different seasons of life, it's, it's hard to continue adjusting. So, you know, maybe your family still treats you like a teenager. Maybe they never move, move past that. Or maybe you never move past seeing them out of the eyes of a teenager. Maybe you still see them through that, like, anger and that resentment, you know, and that angst. Maybe you never have have moved past that. Like, there, it can be this place where we can so easily, either us or our family, get so easily stuck if we're not careful. Or maybe you've grown a ton, you know, and that's why you're thinking, okay, I can get through this season without reacting in this way. And you've grown a ton, but your family hasn't been there for that growth. And so they still know you as that person from three years ago. A year ago, whatever it was, because even if even if you're seeing them more regularly than three years ago, you know, they're only getting these glimpses of you. They didn't see that whole growing process, they didn't see that whole healing process. And they might not have been on that same journey. I know for a fact they weren't on the exact same journey because you know, you were on your in your own time, in your own space, your own mind, the own your own people around you. So even if they were healing, it was a different journey. And so for them to understand. And come alongside who you are now can be so complicated. I can, and it can even be really vulnerable trying to communicate the new you, if you will, the where you're at now, the, what the growth looks like, because it's, it's scary. One, they've always known you a certain way. And so to try and say, okay, well, this is different now. One, then you got to live up to that, right? But we're going to mess up. So if we mess up, then they're going to just assume we're still that other old person right? It gets so tricky. And it can just be so hard to explain the full picture of what you've been going through. Because again, they they were not fully a part of it. They, they were on their own journey. And something we learn about in marriage and family therapy is this thing called homeostasis. And it's this what families get to. They figure out like this, this place where everything's kind of comfortable it doesn't mean that it's healthy it doesn't mean that it's good but it's it's functioning and that's kind of like how it's going to be until something interferes with it until something changes someone moves out someone uh, event happens what can happen sometimes is that you're going back into this old homeostasis that you are no longer a part of and your change who you have become has disrupted this homeostasis It can be triggering for everyone involved, you and them as well, because they're not used to the new you. They're used to the old normal, right? Normal can feel comfortable, even when it's not healthy. It can be comfortable. We like we've talked about our brains don't like pain. Our brains like comfort, and so our brains want that comfort and seek that even when it's not healthy, even when it's not this full life that God has for us, and so. When we enter into our old families, our old homeostasis, and we are this new person, it can be really triggering. And so really what you have to do is fight for a new normal. You have to get through that discomfort, get through that awkwardness sometimes, get through that vulnerability until you can reach a new place that is normal and hopefully healthier. And really, if everyone continues to grow, that process is going to keep happening and happening over and over again which does take intentionality and work because again, each time you go through that is uncomfortable, your brain doesn't like it, it wants to go back to the old way. So that's just a small picture of some of the reasons that, why we get triggered. Like when we feel like we've grown so much and we're like doing so great and then we go back to our family and we feel like we regressed five years and we're like, what is happening? Those are some of the reasons that can happen. When people treat you like your old self, It just makes you question everything and it makes you react out of your old self because that is what you're used to. Those are the patterns. Those are the neural pathways that are still there because you're forming new neural pathways as you are making new choices and believing the truth, getting rid of the lies, throwing them off of you. It's forming these new neural pathways like... We've talked about this. It's like a path in a forest. The more often you go down it, the more clear it is. The shrubbery's gone. The rocks are gone. The trees are gone. Now, these old pathways from your childhood have been entrenched in your brain for a long time. So they're super clear, super wide open. But these new ones that you're forming as you heal are are there, but they're, they're newer. They're tinier. It's still a little bit harder for your brain to choose that. And so when that same old trigger happens that you're so used to, It starts you down that path, and it's so easy to take that path. And that is why you end up in that space again and again. So just plan for it. It is going to happen. You're going to go into Christmas, and you're going to get triggered. You're going to feel things you don't want to feel. You're going to react in ways that you don't want to react. So let's form a plan. This plan can be super simple. It can look different for everyone. First off, I want to mention, if you have gone through the episodes on restoration theory, which is kind of a lot of what I'm referencing right now, restoration theory was created by Dr. Terry Hargrave, and it's this amazing theory that I've used in my therapy practice and in my church groups, and it's just incredible. So if you haven't listened to that, go back to episodes 15 through 20, it is life-changing. And I can say that so strongly because I did not create it. I have just utilized it in my practice and in my own life, and it has changed so much. So go back there and learn all about it. Learn what your pain and your peace cycles are and get your four steps. So if, you, if you've if you gone through that or if you're about to go through it and you're going to go do that, grab your four steps and have them ready so that when you get triggered, you can walk through them. Now, the number one way that you can do this is in the context of a relationship. So walking through your four steps with that person or group that just triggered you can be so powerful and you'll have to go and listen to know more about what I'm talking about. But it can sound super casual. It can sound like, hey, guys, I, I got to stop. I'm going to kind of reset here. Um, I want to slow things down. What's happening is that I feel inadequate. And I usually get angry, like you just saw a minute ago, usually get angry, but I know that I'm actually, I'm more than enough. And I actually, I know that God sees me that way. And I actually really know that you believe that about me, even though I don't always feel that from you. I know you believe that about me. So instead of getting angry, I really just want to connect with you and talk with you about this thing that I kind of felt vulnerable over. You know, I felt really nervous about this new job and I've been dealing with feeling inadequate. And so then when you brought up the conversation, it kind of triggered that. So I really do want to tell you everything about my new job. I'm I'm, I'm really excited to share it with you. Thanks for helping me reset. I'm so sorry for yelling. So that's what the four steps can look like pretty amazing, right? You're going to want to go check out those episodes. And if you love that, you're going to want to check out the next episode with the big announcement or go look in the Facebook group for the replay of the workshop and you can hear the big announcement early. It's amazing. I'm excited. But, anyways, those four steps are key. That literally rewires your brain. The more that you do it, it begins to go down that path, form a wider neural pathway so that you can be regulated. You can choose what you want to choose instead of falling into those old patterns. Now, if you're not feeling quite courageous enough, which I know you can do it, it's not as scary as it feels, but I know it's hard. <laughs> but if you can do it, or if if you're not up for that, you can go also and say this out loud to yourself. So go to the bathroom, go take a break away from everyone. Don't scroll through social media because most of the time that's just going to re-trigger you. I think most of us end up feeling worse after we've scrolled social media, whether it's because we wasted time or because we're comparing ourselves, any number of things. So don't scroll But take a minute and go through your four steps. Say out loud what I just said. Like, I feel inadequate and I usually get angry, but I know that I'm more than enough. And so instead of being angry, I'm gonna actually try and connect with my family and tell them what I'm feeling. So if you can do that even on your own, it's going to regulate your body. It's going to, especially when you say it out loud, it moves it to the prefrontal cortex of your brain, which helps you with reasoning and decision-making. And that's like what we, we love. That's like what is underdeveloped in our kids. And so that's why they make so many poor choices. <laughs> so we want to get things to the prefrontal cortex so that we can process them and, and act in a way that we want. So go through those four steps. Pray, like just shout out to God, God, ah, oh, here I am. I messed up again. Man, I really don't like this. Please forgive me. Please help me, Holy Spirit, just flow through me so that I will have your the fruit of the spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. I always miss one. I think I missed one. <laughs> Definitely talk to God about what just happened. Go to him allow him to forgive you, allow him to cleanse this moment away, and allow him to help you reset so that you can re-enter this conversation that you just left. You can also, in that bathroom stall, (laughs) reach out to a friend that you know is going to point you back to Jesus, that you know is not just going to be like, oh yeah, your mom's a jerk, I can't believe she said that. That is not helpful. That is just adding fuel to the fire. That is not going to help you react and respond in a healthy way, in a in the way that God is calling you to. Whether or not that comment was okay that your mom said, you are still called to be a light. You are still called to respond in a healthy way. We are only responsible for our own actions. We can't change or control anyone else's, but we are responsible for our own actions. So you want someone that's going to say, oh man, I'm so sorry. That sounds really challenging let me pray for you. Or, hey, have you tried this? Or, hey, don't forget, she really does love you underneath what she said. She really does love you. And if you don't have that kind of friend in your life, just start by trying to be that friend, because that can be a game changer. When we shut down gossip and we don't add fuel to these fires, we can help other people see what's possible. And it feels so much better. It feels even though in the moment you want someone just to like, yeah, that was awful. Man, she's horrible. It feels like good for a second, but really, it's it's not what is going to feel good because that is not the way of God and only through the way of God do we find that peace. Holy Spirit will be convicting you and speaking to you about how he wants you to respond. And I mean, how do you want your family to respond to you? Like and again, we can't control them, but we can choose the best path so if as soon as you go to the bathroom like how do you want them to to, to talk to each other say you were in a group conversation you got triggered you you reacted you left what do you want them to say when you leave do you want them to say like wow she has not grown up. She is just still a teenager. My goodness, she is an awful person. How did we raise her? I really hope no parents go that far. But you know what I mean? Like do you want them to just degrade you, degrade your character and assume the worst of you and just talk about how awful that was or how embarrassing that was or whatever? Or do you want them to change the topic? Or do you want them to say, "Oh man, that's hard. I should go talk to her." You know, in and and, and protect you and honor you. And again, we can't control what they're going to do, but we can control what we choose. So choose the thing that is going to honor. Choose how you would want to be treated. A couple other little things you can do while you're in that bathroom stall. If there's lotion there or even with soap and water, put a ton of lotion or a ton of soap and rub it into your hands and just do that motion, rub it in like like way too much lotion that's going to take forever. And that literally is going to help regulate your brain. So even as you're going through your four steps, as you're praying, as you're talking to a friend, if you and I'm doing this motion, you can hear my hands squeaking, but I'm doing this motion like you're rubbing lotion into your hands. I'm doing this motion as I speak. As you're doing those things, just rub that lotion in, just that motion. We all know I can't show you on this audio, but you know exactly what I'm talking about. And that literally calms down our brain. It's the craziest thing. It engages both sides of our brain, and so that helps regulate it. You can also just put your legs, like, uh, shoulder-width apart and just slowly sway back and forth. Don't go, like, fast. (laughs) Slowly, calmly sway back and forth, and that is also going to regulate your brain. If there's a a towel in there, like a paper towel or even, like, a, a hand towel would work, Take it and start folding it like you would a piece of paper, like fold it in half, crease it, even if it's just fabric, just pretend to crease it fold it the other way and then unfold it and do it again and just keep folding it back and forth. And again, this is just going to help your brain regulate. And these little things that we can do can help you get to a place where you're grounded and ready to re-enter the conversation from a place of peace and not out of that fight or flight response. You're going to be able to have a constructive conversation. You're going to not be caught up in your pain and not believing these lies. And so when you, after you do these things, so take a minute, do whatever combination feels right or whatever you have available to you and make sure you're, you're regulated when you walk out and go and re-enter that conversation and apologize for your part. Apologies. I've talked about it a million times before because I just so strongly believe in them. They reset things. It empowers you. And even if someone doesn't respond well to it, it might trigger you again. So just be prepared for that. But you know that you did the right thing. You know you took ownership of your your actions. And it's gonna help you not just stay in that. Because if you don't take ownership of what just happened, it's so much easier just to like keep reacting in that space. But once you take ownership, you're like, oh gosh, it's a reset. I gotta like stick with this. And so you feel that trigger coming on again, but you have more power and courage and um, motivation to, to not react out of that space. So that's the plan is to plan to fail. Essentially (laughs) plan to go in to your gathering, your family gathering and plan that you are going to, at some point get triggered and mess up. And now you know what to do. Map out what it would look like for you. What is, what work, do you know your four steps? Can you have them in your phone? Do you have lotion you can put in your purse in case there's not some in the bathroom? What is your plan gonna be? Do you you know who that friend would be? And form a plan and just know that's what you're gonna do when it happens. And then you're gonna go and you're gonna be courageous and you're gonna take ownership and apologize and reset the situation. And it's gonna be amazing to see how people respond to that. And if if they do respond negatively, it's because they're triggered. They're thinking, oh gosh, Uh, there's something inside going on with them where they're feeling like, oh, I didn't do that. Maybe I should do that, but I don't want to do that. I want to take ownership. So I'm just going to call you out and make fun of you. So if there is a negative reaction, just know it's not actually about you. It's about whatever they are dealing with, whatever they are triggered with. And so you can just leave it there and know that you did your part. And you can walk away from that conversation if it's going to go down that path. I believe that God is going to be with you in this. And that He is going to supernaturally help you regulate your brain and and give you the courage to make these kind of choices. Let me just pray over you. God, I thank you for everyone as they go into their families of origin. God, I thank you for the work you're doing in them, that they are your light and they are carrying that light into their family. God, whatever that family looks like, God, they're carrying that bright light in. And Lord, I just pray that you would give them the courage to be that light, God. And I just pray that as they go through that, that that wouldn't overwhelm them, that wouldn't add shame to them them if they don't live out that exactly how they think it should look but that they would just go in with courage and your strength and holy spirit just be in them and with them and working through them god to to do this work to be present to take ownership god i pray you would show them how to regulate their brain in that moment i pray you would speak truth over them god that that is the the biggest way to regulate god that Your truth would permeate these lies that trigger us. And God, I just I thank you for the work you're going to do in them and their families, through them healing and taking this ownership and learning how to make these, these choices that you call us to. God, I know you have equipped all of us for this. I thank you, God. We just rebuke all shame in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Love you, Mama. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you.